0: Hey, welcome back everybody to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies
1: and we drink
0: some brews. I'm Jordan, and staring through the screen here is a man that goes by one name, Tenant. Hello, hello. (laughs) So yeah, what that that name means is, yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit here. But yes, today we're talking the new Christopher Nolan film, Tenant, And yeah, this is going to be an interesting one, Daniel. Interesting to talk about for sure looking forward to it though i think so so sit back relax grab a drink and you're actually pr- listening to this episode six months before we record it how does that work i have no idea either <laughs> i don't know Who knows? cheers cheers yeah this movie <laughs> you're like hey, it makes all sense by the end i'm like does it because i'm still confused <laughs> I mean, like I said, like it's not like I said for the most
1: part you understand the concept well enough. You know, they also don't get too bogged down in the details to try and overly explain the science to make it
0: believable. Which they I just kinda I'm...
1: explain the concept to you and then you just kinda like, okay. Kinda like Inception.
0: Yeah, that I do for
1: Inception it has a, a little bit more straightforward concept. Or, wait, yeah. You know, like,
0: I don't know. Definitely did. Uh, we'll, we'll, get into, we'll get into it. What are you drinking today, and you're in? Your end? I just got one of my regulars, the Hot Valley Bubble Stash. I got a new one here from Sasquatch Brewing Company. Looking forward nice. to trying this. It's called Kiss and Make Up Imperial Stout with Peanut Butter and Brownies. Cute little mm, logo nice. there. Little so yeah, we'll see how that Cute. is. All right, anything fun going on this week? As
1: far cool.
0: as <laughs> like is that, is that a segue for movie news? What what
1: was that, Jordan?
0: I guess segue for movie news, yeah. I feel like I've heard a couple things. I heard um Emma Stone might not be in the latest Damon Chazelle movie like we thought. Instead, it might be um, Margot Robbie, which I'm okay with. I could I could go with either one. I love both of them as actresses
1: nice no i have i have not heard that
0: yeah it's a period piece called babylon damon chazelle it's not going to come out till next year so we still got at least a year or so to wait okay but yeah starring brad pitt it sounds like emma stone was attached to it for a while and it sounds like it doesn't sound anything as official like she's officially dropped out or anything but it sounds like she maybe it's a scheduling conflict thing might be not part of it anymore and uh, margot robbie might take her place those are the rumors
1: Hmm. okay well that's not that's not too big of a disappointment i mean like m
0: stone's good mark robbie's yeah. good I, I, I love them both so yeah
1: so it's like oh no <laughs> but
0: my favorite still, actresses like, is getting replaced really. by another one of my favorite actresses oh
1: man yeah <laughs> exactly perfect <laughs> so do they, i don't know if that answered my question am i doing movie news right now or are you just are we just talking
0: little bit of both i don't know you got anything in the movie news world
1: not a lot i mean this week the biggest thing i saw was that like people were talking about how netflix announced that in 2021 there's going to be a new netflix movie coming out every week
0: oh man so that just sounds saturated and bad well
1: i mean part of it's like not all of it's like directly produced by netflix some of it is just stuff that they're licensing to be exclusive to netflix
0: and every other one stars adam sandler
1: Uh, i'm sure adam sandler has a few in there but no i guess like they they did like a little sizzle reel uh, of people talking about some of the movies that's coming up not necessarily like trailers but like they had people like the rock gal gadot ryan reynolds so they've got a lot of big names coming so i don't know if they're all netflix no they're not all netflix produced sorry but like i said some of them are licensed like theater films too
0: that's cool Yeah, first streaming services go. What which one are you on more nowadays?
1: Let's say I'm actually not gonna lie. Like nowadays, I'm actually have like usually. Well, in the past, I usually focused on Hulu, with just because that's where most of the TV shows are that I like to watch. Um, but actually, not like recently, I've had a more like mixed bag. Like I watched a movie on Netflix yesterday. Watched you know, watch some TV on HBO and Hulu. I always have a lot of TV that I like to watch on Hulu. So mm-hmm. it's been more of a mixed bag recently, but most of the time I, Hulu's my heaviest.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think that was for me for a while because for at one point I was watching Californication, The Wonder Years, and MASH on there. Finished Wonder Years and Californication and MASH I've just kind of slowed down on. I haven't watched it in probably over a month now, but yeah, I'm still watching it, just kind of taking a break, I guess. But yeah, I feel like HBO Max has got my attention more lately. Uh watching Six Feet Under, which has been fun to go back and revisit that show. Uh, I'm gonna be watching the I've been watching the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I'm gonna watch the reunion here soon. Nice. But now they've got Batman, the animated series. I've been watching that. That's been a load of fun. Oh man, I wanted to start it so bad, but I'm like,
1: no, Dan. Well, I'm like, there's just so many other things that I'm right in the middle of that I'm like, I shouldn't, but I'm like. I should because I've never watched the animated series, then watch Batman Beyond, which is technically a direct continuation in yep. the same universe. And then, you know, plus they have all the plus they have uh this Batman the Animated Series movies on there as well. They have like the Batwoman one, the uh Batman Sub Zero, which was one that yeah.
0: I like to watch a bunch. That one's a good then, one
1: remember what the other one was but it's oh the mask of the phantasm
0: oh yeah yeah oh so good
1: which i did watch that not too long ago because it was on netflix for a little bit
0: yeah i, I guess yeah i've been mostly just enjoying fresh prints um there's some movies on there that have been pretty good lately that i've checked out but yeah i feel like hbl max has been my go-to for a while now netflix i, mean, I def- haven't touched much lately actually i went months without touching netflix and recently more because i've been watching the last dance finishing that up and mank a few weeks ago, we talked about that, yeah. but yeah, other than and uh, trial the Chicago Seven, other than that, I haven't been touching Netflix too much lately, but there's still stuff on there like Ozark, I want to still sit down and watch that,
1: yeah. They always have more stuff to check out,
0: but I don't know, I'm just curious, like, what what these days, what you're streaming mostly from, was that yeah, it for, I mean,
1: uh, I'm just saying, like I said, Hulu, I don't even since Mandalorian ended, I haven't had ton of reason to watch a lot of stuff on disney plus yeah the only I thing i'm watching on there is
0: simpsons like earlier in the year so of course we got one division this week i know that's the thing
1: 15th one division so i'll be back watching that weekly at least
0: Woo-hoo. yeah all right well uh, yeah it sounds like there's not too much going on with movie news right now i'm trying to think of any other rumors i've heard um now, is Spider-Man 3 supposed to come out this year? Uh, End of the year, supposedly? I think so. On track to?
1: That's the thing. I'm not sure since Black Widow hasn't even come out. You know, like that was supposed to come out in May last year. I guess it's still scheduled for December 17th of 21. Okay. Which I am more excited because I think as a recent years i've enjoyed the spider-man mcu movies the most out of most of the stuff that comes out of the mcu but you know then of course you got like thor although yeah i guess the third thor was still oh i
0: thought i thought i saw a confirmation that deadpool is going to be a part of the mcu but he will be in a rated r film
1: Oh my God. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Because that happened way earlier in the week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Okay. That was confirmed that Deadpool will be in the MCU and at least his film, his next film will be rated R.
0: Awesome. Good.
1: (laughs) Which thanks. Because he can do both. He said, like, since he breaks the fourth wall, he can curse, you know, in his own movies. And then he can just be more wacky in like the non rated R movies. Because that's kind of how his character works.
0: Uh, I still love that um, the announcement for the R rating of the first one it's uh, was it like Entertainment Tonight it's, it's something with Mario Lopez and it ends with Deadpool hitting Mario Lopez over the head with a chair <laughs> confirms to the audience that yes Deadpool will be rated R then he's he's walking away he looks back at Lopez on the ground and says fuck you Slater yeah <laughs> I remember so that great. that was great <laughs> so nice, nice. All right. Oh, one. I need to get in a Kai too. That's another one that I'm just like, ah, I need to start sit down and just start watching that.
1: I know. Season three came out, so now I'm like, okay, I watched the first couple episodes and I liked it, but it just like, you know, there's always I get oh, the side tracks, a lot or of other three? shows. But now that season three is out, I'm like, okay, I gotta pick it back up. Probably just start the first start from the very beginning again. And just watch it through because I'm hearing I hear nothing but good things about that
0: show. Same here. I'd like to go back and watch the Karate Kid trilogy just to refresh with all that. But yeah, it's no, worse not streaming anywhere right now. That's kind of sad. I have to rent it, I guess. Ugh. That is sad. That is sad. All right, well, let's move on here then, and let's talk some other stuff we saw this week. Did you watch your son uh, movie? I did. Yay! It left me, I can't
1: remember what it's called. Sam something. Play it again, Sam. Play it again, Sam.
0: Play It Again, Sam, yes. Written by Woody Allen, directed by Herbert Ross, starring Woody Allen, Diane Keaton, Tony Roberts, Jerry Lacey. Ah, right, what are your thoughts on it? I mean,
1: overall, I liked it. Um But I kept comparing. Okay, so my biggest issue, or not really issue, but I guess my biggest roadblock for like sitting down and just enjoying the movie was the fact that the only other movie I've seen that really felt like this movie was uh, Annie Hall. Mm -hmm. That was a hard time separating the two in my mind, especially since it has a lot of the same actors. Like his like best friend in the like Annie Hall is also like the business guy that he's friends with in this movie and there's Diane Keaton and Woody Allen are still in it Mm -hmm. but overall like I still enjoyed it I I was actually kind of thinking I'm like I feel like whichever movie I saw first whether it be Annie Hall or Say It Again Sam would have been my
0: favorite movie it's okay so you you did kind of like it along those lines though yeah no no no, it was
1: great like I still had a lot of fun but I was having like some trouble separating it from Annie Hall I kept like you know, comparing it, and I was just like, "Well, I think I still like Annie Hall better." But I, like I said, I think because both these movies are great, that I think it would have been whatever whichever one I saw first, I probably would have at this point said I. Liked. Yeah,
0: I, I kind of feel that same way too. And I think overall, I still like Annie Hall better. Still enjoy that one better. And that's just one I've seen multiple times too. I real quick for anybody that our audience here, I'll read. So it's a it centers around a neurotic film critic obsessed with the movie Casablanca attempts to get over his wife, leaving him by dating again with the help of his married couple and his or with the help of a married couple and his illusionary idol, Humphrey Bogart, which I thought the Humphrey Bogart stuff was awesome. Every time he'd show up.
1: Yeah, no, I thought that was pretty hilarious. It's a fun little device where you just like kind of gives him a kick in the butt to be like, no, fuck you do it. Do better. Be be better, yeah. It reminded yeah. me a lot
0: of uh Elvis showing up in True Romance, played by Val Kilmer, <laughs> which was awesome. But yeah, it reminded me a lot of that, those moments. But yeah, I had a really good time with this movie. There's some great moments for sure. Um, what, what some of my favorite it's just how awkward he was around women it was just so funny to me. Like when they bring that gal over to his apartment, the first one, I think her name was Sharon, to meet yeah. him, and he's just Nerves and all over the place banging into shit and <laughs> i, I mean i did
1: like the i it already had me laughing out loud like when he look like the movie starts out with him like looking for like advil or something he's like oh man he's like if i take this two more advil that's up to six damn I'm becoming like an addict for Advil and then as he's like being hard himself for like being addict to Advil he's pulling out all these other prescription medications and just like throwing them on the counter looking for Advil
0: mm-hmm. There's, uh, one of my favorite scenes was uh, he's at the art museum talking to that lady she's very monotone and Yeah. finally he's like so what do you do on Saturday committing suicide huh what do you do on Friday <laughs> Very casual. Is, oh, <laughs> and, okay. Well and then she just she was well, it's funny she was the one that walks away from him. <laughs> yeah, just like ugh, what a weirdo. So great <laughs> My favorite scene though was when he uh he and that gal that works with this friend go to the bar, that biker bar or whatever. That scene cracked me up. <laughs> yeah. I know.
1: I mean like I would, I would watch this movie again for sure. And oh, I would yeah. show people this movie too.
0: Uh, yeah, if anybody's interested, it's streaming on Amazon. Yeah, you can, or no, excuse me, it's you can rent it on Amazon. Yeah, you can either rent it for three ninety nine or for a dollar more, just buy it. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm probably gonna want to watch this one again, so I'll risk it for a dollar more. I say, fair enough, because. I had a good time and I'll probably definitely go watch this again, but no, I, I really enjoyed this film. they just, oh, it also, good.
1: sorry, I forgot to mention, especially the beginning, but I'm like, it also made me more or less really want to watch Casablanca again. Cause I've only seen it the one time we saw it in theaters, but I'm like, after watching like the clip, at the beginning and obviously Humphrey Bogart throwing coming
0: in throughout. I, I love the Bogart stuff so much, especially when he's walking down the aisle of the grocery store and you see Bogart on the other aisle talking through the, um, you know, through the shelves thought that
1: yeah. was great yeah no so <laughs> I just really want to watch Casablanca again
0: but yeah I overall though I thought great movie a lot of fun and just had some really good key funny scenes in it another one too is like when he's what's the get this again is after the the biker bar when they're walking away he's like hold on I'll, let me try my limp move I got this I got this limp going <laughs> uh Thinking that's gonna you know save them. (laughs) Anyway, fun stuff. I enjoyed it. Did you see anything else this week that you want to share?
1: Yeah. So I knocked one of my uh, movies it movies off my list for like 2020 movies that I hadn't gotten to check out yet that I really wanted to check out. So actually, that's why I was watching a movie on Netflix. But Netflix has this movie that uh, is Netflix original movie um, called Over the Moon. Which is this really cool uh, animated movie, set in China actually, and it was done by a Chinese animation studio too. So it has a, like a really ni- it, like it has a cool and really ni- like crisp stylized look to it. Especially Looking when it they're in the real world stuff, and then there's more fantastical elements comes in later. But I mean the real, like the real world stuff had a cool, real nice like stylized to it but it still was really crisp huh. and I'm, yeah i'm looking I at
0: just... the still shot of it at least yeah it looks like very interesting like like almost like pixar animated um uh the what do they call it in japan anime anime Look, yeah it looks like pixar animated pixar animated anime there we go
1: yeah kind of i mean it, it definitely has like that type of kind of cool like a different style than we
0: normally see over here yeah i'm looking at the whatever still shot they have of uh looks like a family out on a picnic at night or something wow looks kind of cool
1: yeah well i mean it was really good honestly if you like i think it's worth a watch for anybody i mean like you like pixar movies like you like good animated movies i think this is pretty good like it i don't know it like i i don't know if it's like master class like pixar is like at least like top tier pixar is but I think overall like this movie I really really enjoyed it. This actually cuz eventually the little cuz the whole thing is about this little girl losing her mom and she's trying to adjust to the fact that her dad 4 years later has a new woman that he's going to marry. Mm. So the real world stuff is her kind of like dealing with the re- her new reality of like her dad's not going to just wait till he's reunited with her mom when he dies essentially. Mm, <laughs> but cool. So she eventually uh, builds a rocket and goes to the moon. <laughs> I mean, it makes more sense. It's hard to like. Well, not really hard, to, but it's more based in like a uh, Chinese folklore about mm-hmm. a goddess who's stuck on the moon because she lost. She's just waiting for her long lost lover to come back. Oh, interesting. So you know that's why she's kind of sitting here like, well, my dad's eventually going to be reunited with my mom. You know, after he dies, he'll be fine till then but you know it's it really good i thought the message was really good like it talks about something that you don't usually see in an animated movie Because i don't know I, I just really liked it and there's a couple songs in there that are like very poppy like almost k-pop levels that just blew me away and i had a lot of fun just watching it it's only an hour and a half or hour 40 minutes so it's perfect
0: oh good 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 well i might have to check that out yeah yeah,
1: dude, it's definitely it. worth a watch i really really
0: enjoyed myself That's interesting. so it's on streaming on netflix it sounds like cool yeah all right well so i watched a film i was trying to get catch up on a few 2020 films i went back and watched one stream on hbo max right now i finally sit down and watched the invisible man nice starring elizabeth moss as um cecilia cecilia yeah and yeah you know what i gotta say this is actually a pretty entertaining movie for the most part the trailer didn't completely sell me. It kind of just like meh in the trailer, but overall, I liked this quite a bit. Um, Moss is what carries the movie. She is really good in this, and I don't know. There's there's some really good moments for sure. I definitely say check it out. You know, you have HBO Max. Check it out. It's worth it's worth seeing.
1: Yeah, I was kind of surprised when you text me. He's like, I watched it. And it actually was really good. And you said that the trailer—I thought you said like the trailer kind of sold you something else, because the trailer just makes it look like a by-the-books Bloomhouse reboot.
0: It just looked underwhelming in the trailer. I don't know, but there, there's some good moments in it for sure. I mean, you I, seem to yeah, like I it. enjoyed it. And again, Elizabeth Moss really carries the film quite a bit. If if the lead wasn't as good, then it probably would be a eh, movie, right? But she helps bring it through and make it good. Nice. But yeah, I liked it quite a bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to spoil too much, but yeah, just, I mean, we saw the trailers, you know, Gal needs to get away from her ex. All of a sudden he turns up dead, suicide, and then starts haunting her. And he's found a way to make himself invisible.
1: Ooh. Yeah, no, I I need to check that out. That should have been on my short list.
0: But yeah, stream on HBO Max, check it out. Well, that's all I have for this week as far as other things I saw.
1: Nice. Yeah, I only watched that one movie.
0: Cool. Sounds like some good recommendations, though. Well, shall we move on here and talk our main movie on tap? Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk Tenant.
1: big bassy like blah, blah, blah.
0: Oh, I like Chris, to score a lot in this one.
1: I mean, they're always good. Chris, Christopher Nolan movies always have a great score. Yeah.
0: Alright, so Tenet. Written and directed by Christopher Nolan. Starring John David Washington, Robert Pattinson, Elizabeth is it DeBikey? DeBikey? <laughs> Kenneth Bernag, I think is how you say his last name. So, the uh, I guess the what is the overall premise of this thing here? It's a spy thriller with time and stuff. Yeah, I
1: guess okay. All right, let me take a crack at it. But the movie is a action thriller, <laughs> I don't know about you know the protagonist.
0: Yeah, see, like this gal was asking me to describe it today that I met at the place while I was taking notes, and I was like, "Uh, like, espionage spy thriller with time travel."
1: With time travel, but not like traditional time travel.
0: Yeah, there's no DeLorean time machine going eighty-eight there's miles no, an hour. Yeah, there's no popping in and popping out. Um, what's her face is not in it. Oh, <laughs> Is it Amy McAdams? Amy, yeah, or Rachel McAdams.
1: Rachel McAdams, Amy McAdams. Yeah, she's
0: not in it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So essentially, there's a twist. Robert Pattinson was her all along. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay. But yeah. Okay. So it essentially follows this character who is like a kind of like a black ops, like or shadow ops, like operator. It seemed like uh, that gets recruited to essentially save the world from it being destroyed using physics (laughs) like quantum physics you know and he essentially like there's just a bunch of time travel being going forward and backwards and how that all works they call it being
0: inverted right like time moving around you in a sense it's while
1: you're moving forward or backwards it'll seem like everything else is either moving for opposite you forward or backwards yeah
0: (laughs) Uh, so i guess my general thoughts so i was definitely looking forward to this i mean sold by the i mean who's not looking forward to the next christopher nolan movie i always am i've loved him since uh insomnia when i first saw that in theaters and of course the dark knight trilogy inception all that good stuff always look forward to the next Chris nolan movie and so yeah sold on the trailer immediately i think i only watched the first trailer i didn't want to see anything else in case it gave stuff away so but yeah sold on the first trailer looking forward to it And then, of course, stuff hits the fan and we can't go see it because theaters are shut down. And I'm like, dang it, I really want to see this one in theaters. It looks like a theater. I mean, I want to go see this one in IMAX. That's how bad I wanted to see this one. It was definitely an
1: IMAX movie
0: for sure. So, yeah, finally, just, you know, it's not streaming anywhere yet. Although I I feel like HBO Max will get it soon. But nonetheless, I just said screw it. Went out and bought it, threw it online You know, so Daniel could watch it too. And yeah, here we are. Finally, saw, sit down, saw a tenant.
1: Um, Finally, I mean, I was so giddy when I was just like, I made it like kind of, David. Because what was it on Saturday? Gavin was at his girlfriend's house. He wasn't home, and Shiloh had to work. So I'm like, Gavin's got a girlfriend. I know it's super sunny out, but I'm like, it's no one's around. This is the perfect opportunity to watch it. Plus, like a two and a half hour movie. I started at like 10:30 in the morning.
0: Yeah, I was surprised how early I got the text when you're like, Well, I'm done watching it. Yeah,
1: because I was just like excited. I'm like, this is a great golden opportunity. Like I said, I like watching movies at night too, but I just shut all the curtains and like started watching. And I'm just like one thing I like loved about this movie, and again, Christopher Nolan doesn't always do this, but he I think he does it most of the time. Is he gets you in quick? Like I remember from when it starts. Like that entire opening is just adrenaline pumping, like action thriller. And I was living for, I remember pausing it once it like cut off and I'm like, and I like, saw time, so the time says like seven minutes, that's all it took. And I'm locked in, <laughs> you know, I was just like, this is awesome. Like I love like everything that was happening. Like it was just all, it also feels like Christopher Nolan just has an amazing way of how he shoots his films. I don't know how else to say it like it just he has a certain feel to it and it feels like gritty and real like it doesn't feel you know like it has time traveling but I don't feel like I'm in a sci-fi adventure I feel like I'm in a real world like adventure yeah
0: yeah. No, I agree with that there yeah I was hooked from the very beginning I mean that opening sequence with the opera and everything I was I was hooked <laughs> God, so good it was yeah it was really really fun to watch and yeah from there we just we move on to just non-stop not there's there's action sprinkled out all throughout which is awesome which i definitely like that yeah i guess for my general thoughts um yeah hook definitely hook from the beginning um and i enjoyed i enjoyed watching it i mean even if there's parts i just like so what is going on why are they doing this or why this why that i was still just entertained by everything happening visually in front of me just from the fight sequences um there's an airport sequence that we'll talk about later. That was awesome. Yeah. And yeah, just the music all throughout. Like, it wasn't uh, Hans Zimmer this time. It was a guy named Lud- Ludwig Gor- Goranson, I think is how you say his name, did the score. Awesome score, though, all throughout. I really enjoyed it quite a bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, acting was great, too. I mean, John David Washington is the protagonist, and Robert Pattinson, great. I liked watching them together and elizabeth uh again forgive me for butchering her last name the bike the beak the beaky, however you say it forgive me <laughs> she's great we watched her she was from widows you remember her in widows yeah i think so the only blonde in widows
1: yeah okay okay yeah that makes <laughs> sense
0: <laughs> But yeah she was she was awesome uh yeah so great acting the rat and just fun sequences um yeah, I was never bored watching it. Even if I didn't know what was going on, I still wasn't bored. Is it what I expected? Yeah, I mean, I expected to be confused. <laughs> so yeah, expected... it what, it's what I expected. <laughs> Entertain I expected to be entertained and confused and Christopher Nolan did not let me down. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of fun to say that I feel like of
1: all his movies, that The Prestige has the most straightforward twist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I still didn't, I mean, I saw that granted when I was a lot younger, you know, and a little stupid still, but I'm like, I didn't understand that movie the first time I watched it.
0: Yeah, no, I, I didn't. That was one that took multiple rewatches to get, but I mean, that that's a fun one. I, I love all his movies. I mean, he is a great filmmaker. He tells good stories. Um, I know. Good. I mean, I actually watched this because it's been, felt like I've had like
1: a gap years between like last christopher nolan movie i watched because i'm like yeah oh yeah he did 1917 i'm like wait no he didn't he did dunkirk which i mm. still haven't seen but after watching this i'm like okay i just need to watch dunkirk and i never saw interstellar so need to watch interstellar too
0: okay, i gotta watch those yeah i'm way overdue to watch both of those definitely overdue to watch inception i can't believe it's been this long it's been gosh years now since i've seen inception in like that. 10 years just... I loved it. I love that movie. That movie is so good. I I think I saw that one a couple times in theaters. I just loved it so much. Nice. I mean, yeah, again, you know, and that's something
1: about Christopher Nolan, like, he makes such good moves that even if you don't necessarily understand what's going on, you're still enjoying yourself. You know, and I found that a lot. My big, I mean, honestly, my biggest complaint, and this might just be because of the Blu-ray itself. Like, I don't know if this would have happened if we were watching the movie in theaters, but I found myself like the mixing or at least like the talking in the movie at points was really hard to understand because like there was be so much background noise in the scene that you just couldn't understand what the fuck. So that, was that's a,
0: I looked at uh, reading uh, comments online with videos that reviewed it that was common in the theater too. everybody talked about how it was hard to hear at times. Okay. Because so there are
1: sometimes, I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to get this concept, so I couldn't understand what they were saying. So I back it up a few, like a few seconds, turn on the subtitles, get what I couldn't understand, then turn the back off. It probably, I probably would have benefited from just watching it straight with subtitles, but I don't like to do that. Yeah. Same, Especially for same. something that I've never seen before. I
0: did find myself rewinding it a couple times just to kind of just make sure. I okay, what are they talking about? Because there are so many times I'm like, why are we here? Why are we doing this? right there's still some questions i have for you later but that, we'll talk about more of that stuff in spoilers but yeah as far as like overall though i did enjoy i still enjoyed the movie even if i don't completely understand it and need to go back and rewatch it still enjoyed it quite a bit i mean overall i'm still gonna probably break this very high because it, it was just it was a lot of fun very especially just some really good visual stuff great action scenes the characters we're, were good. I I, I guess I kind of wish we had a little more background with our main character, the uh, John David Washington character, the protagonist. I wish we had a little more background on him. I mean, I could kind of see that, but I think the fact that his, he's not even a
1: named character, he's just the protagonist, kind of just gives you the essence. Like, that's why you don't know anything. Like, he doesn't, like, he's just, I mean, he essentially is dead, which they give that away in the trailer. They show that in the trailer. So, you know he's essentially like a ghost so he's no name just a protagonist
0: yeah i don't know i still would like a little bit more it, i guess it didn't have to be asked I, I don't know do you think it had to be as confusing as it was i mean i don't i don't mind a good twist and things like that and things you got to think about and figure out i don't mind that at all i
1: mean okay so like i was saying like i remember you mentioned i was texting you and i was just like you know like it's a little bit confusing but by the end like, I think I told you it like kind of comes around, <laughs> but I think more or less what I really mean is like, and I think maybe Inception, like this is what a lot of people complain about Inception, that it's just like too confusing. No one really understands it. But I think about what what is kind of different between Inception and Tenet is, from what I remember, they spend a fair amount of time trying to explain exactly what's going on when they go into people's minds and how it works in inception whereas versus this movie like it's like it's kind of hard to explain but when you're watching it like after a little bit you understand the concept and they don't really bog you down with trying to explain like real world science of exactly how these things work how these machines work you may they basically just kind of give you the concept and you just kind of either accept it or yeah, don't. I, I, I guess the and difference, I, mean,
0: I, I, I always think of like Jurassic Park. All right, we're going to show you a little cartoon on how we created dinosaurs. And that shows you like, yeah, so we take the DNA from these, you know, bugs that have just been sitting in sap for millions of years and frog DNA and boom, we got dinosaurs. Right. I don't know, you know, like that. I'm like, okay, I'm on board. You got my attention with that. I'm on board that this is how you got dinosaurs. To be present in the present world uh, right. but I, I don't know I, there, the, there was no explanation in this kind of in this movie that just I was like oh yeah no that makes complete sense now
1: well that's the thing is I think with like a premise like this and some people might just call it bad movie making you know I, I don't have a problem with this per se that kind of when you have like an overly like complex you know I guess and like somewhat convoluted like storyline that honestly, I would rather just you try to just, I understood the concept, you know, they didn't really bother explaining much of the science. Like if they had really sat down and tried to explain to like the main character, like the science behind it. And then that still didn't make sense. I would have been like, okay, well, but it that doesn't make sense, you know? But since it's just kind of like, here's the concept you have a functional understanding of what's happening, I guess. Mm -hmm. And that's all they give you. And you kind of just like let the movie kind of take you and run with it or, but I also still understand that people are like, I don't understand. That doesn't make sense. You know? And then it doesn't work for me. I understand that too, but I think for this less is more, if you don't necessarily try to explain how this would feel, because like I said, like as much as like, it is kind of like a high concept thing it still feels very grounded i'd never like i didn't really ever feel like i was in a sci-fi movie i felt like i was in like a like a kind of like a, a spy thriller yeah
0: yeah no it still felt like a spy thriller to me too I, yeah i didn't feel like i was in some kind of sci-fi film definitely just spy thriller with uh, some time travel elements to it um yeah, I mean, and, I, and I'm cool if Christopher Nolan doesn't want to hold my hand through that whole movie. I'm cool with that. I mean, there's so many movies these days that overdo that where they just hold your hand the entire movie and it's like, I, you know, I get it. I get it. Like, get away.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't mind being confused a little bit. I'm sure upon rewatch, there's going to be a lot more stuff that makes a lot more sense. And that's another thing
1: that, while I definitely enjoyed this movie first time around, like, had a great time it is like what I feel like movies, like movie theaters and movies are made for with stuff like this movie where it's action-packed, entertaining, like great acting, like great sequences. Like there wasn't really a dull moment in this movie. Mm -mm. And so, and there was a nice variety of stuff, like cool action hallway scenes, like there was a little bit like of a heist going on in the middle of it, you know, but they also have like They had so many, like, a variety of, like, different setups. a scene involving a fire truck that was awesome. That was, yeah, no, that was really good, too. Like, they had a nice variety of different action set pieces, but it wasn't, like, the same thing over and over again. Like, there weren't just, like, shooting gallery after shooting gallery or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like, there was that, obviously, but there is a great variety in this movie, which I think helps it just, like, not
0: get boring. Well, I guess do you want to go into spoilers and then just talk about our favorite movies? I still don't know if we're going to be able to like, explain too much, but we can still go into spoilers and like talk about scenes that we enjoyed. Yeah, well, let's do that. Let's go into spoilers here. So, everybody, go check out Tenant. Uh, as far as I know, right now you can only red box it or just buy it at your local Best Buy store. But uh, yeah, it might be on if you Max like
1: for Nolan movies. Like I. I don't see why there'd be any issue Go get it at Best Buy it.
0: this week because yeah, I paid twenty-five bucks for it last week. This week it's ten bucks off. I'm like, god damn
1: it. Yeah, it was twenty bucks for the four K version. Jeez. Man. I know I I was like, I was gonna text you, but I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, that'll just probably make him mad because I guarantee you, you No, I, I saw it. I, yeah, I, yeah
0: I went and ordered uh Thai food the other day and they're like they're like, it'll be 20 minutes. I'm like, well, I'm just gonna walk across the street to the local Best Buy then and look around. <laughs> and then I saw it. 10 bucks off. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me.
1: I know, I'm like cuz I know I'm like 20 bucks like you probably would have just bought the 4K version.
0: Probably. I mean, or just save 10 bucks. Or just save 10 bucks. <laughs> Either way.
1: I, I saw that too. I'm like, ooh.
0: Like, I might buy it. myself a 4K coffee this week though. But uh, you know, still got top gun on sale cuz I think they went up a couple dollars. I got the 4K steel book of that. Woohoo. Nice.
1: Yeah, so I guess if we're talking spoilers, all right. So I guess more would be like, let's, because, I don't know, it's hard to, I like, the movie itself, I like the concept. Backwards bullets, didn't quite understand exactly how that one worked.
0: Yeah, I didn't either.
1: Like, I, they kind of, and that, that's the one they spend the most amount of time, so it's just like, honestly, it's like, oh, you have to drop it first. But he still didn't drop it first, yet it still happened. But he's like, you know, and that's when it kind of gets a little bit confusing. But I'm like, all right, I guess
0: you just have to feel it.
1: I'm just like, whatever, man. Backwards bullets. If you're holding a gun and you're going in forward or reverse, sometimes the bullets will just fly back inside the barrel with inverted rounds. Awesome. (laughs) It's still, there's some things that the movie like talks about, like how they, like, inverted material is making its way to the present from the future. Like, sure. Easy. That's kind of like basic looper logic right there. Right. Okay, I already went through that. That's
0: something somebody But, like, somebody some things that me. they
1: never really understand It's like, yeah, like, inverted material. Like, people can get inverted. Bullets and, like, ammunitions can be inverted. And they show you a device that...
0: But you as a person they, they though, still how like the
1: inversion device, I guess, how do you
0: tell yourself to go back in time? Did they explain that? Cause like they, they're like, have this meeting with a team at the end of the, before the third act opens this team meeting, you're red, you're blue blues on 10 minutes on this side of time, reds on 10 minutes away on this side of time, go, <laughs> you know, I,
1: again, not a hundred percent sure on exactly how it works. But I understood the concept, so I just ran with it. And honestly, I do really liked how they briefly explain, it's like, oh yeah, we are running in a uh, time pincer tactic where so- one team's going backwards in time, one team's going forwards in time, and then we meet in the middle.
0: But How does that work? How do we go from this one room that we're all in at the same time together and then like poof? We're- and again, Jordan, can, 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 anybody, I can anybody do it? Well, what, my biggest
1: plot hole is that they show the device in like, and it's the same device like in different facilities, but it looks identical no matter what facility it's in. Cool. But none of the ones that you showed me, I just have to assume that you have one with bigger openings or like, cause they talk about like inverting like cars and stuff. And, like sometimes the boats are going backwards in the water. I'm like, are these inverted or is he inverted? I mean, sometimes the guy himself is inverted, but I'm like, do they invert the cars or just the people? Because they obviously invert like inanimate in objects like guns and ammunition and stuff.
0: Right. I <laughs> I don't know. Again, this is probably gonna take multiple viewings for stuff to make sense and click. But I don't. Know. As far as action sequences go, there's a lot of good action scenes. I love the opening scene at the opera house that was great that was first seven minutes if you're not in
1: you're probably not going to be in but yeah uh, kitchen at scene, least you
0: know in seven minutes kitchen scene awesome especially when he took the cheese grater and hit the guy in the head with it
1: who is my first i i'm glad you mentioned that because yeah like he meets up with that art dealer that he's trying to use as an asset so, and she's real, like married to an what did did
0: art have to do with any of this i somehow just lost that in the conversation like what does any art piece have to do with anything
1: he's more or less trying to because she like the art piece that he's talking about is the like what her husband is holding over her head is leverage because essentially like i don't remember exactly this but like she appraised and sold like a forgery and he knows it's a forgery so essentially he holds that because he's like if you don't do what I tell you. Your career is going to be tanked. Your credibility is going to be tanked. And I'm going to take your son. So essentially, I'm going to destroy you personally. And, you know, like... And in your profession... Personally and professionally. And you'll just be done. And you'll have to start completely from scratch, I guess. So I think the, the art piece is not necessarily like... It was a, like a decent part of the movie to try and get to it. But it was literally just to... For more leverage, I guess, to be because he needed to get to her husband.
0: So that that made for a cool scene. The the airport stuff was probably some of my favorite stuff inside the art gallery and the hangar, crashing the plane into it. All that stuff was great. But sorry, to Luke, but
1: to Luke back, like when he goes to meet with her about the art piece, and then like her husband's goons come and take him to the kitchen. And that fight scene was great, but yeah, the first note I took was just cheese grater exclamation point because I'm like, oh, I'm like, it was so visceral because I'm like, I hate, I hate chipping like my thumb or something with a cheese grater, like I, because it's just like a chunk out of you, and then to see him take a cheese grater to the face and just wipe it all the way across and the guy just falls to the ground, was so so unbelievably visceral that I'm just like, oh my fucking god, that was that was a lot but it was like i felt it (laughs) but that that just like those yeah that was the first like notable thing i'm like holy shit well not the first notable thing that was my first like no just like holy shit a cheese grater kill awesome
0: (laughs) uh yeah that was fun what other scenes are right down of course the car chase scene but really really that scene uh on the freeway where they got the uh maybe it wasn't a freeway but anyway, the fire trucks involved that stuff was Awesome, smashing the SUVs, and like sandwiching them in between cars, and then him like taking the fire truck ladder over and dropping in. Yeah, blowing it up, like
1: he <laughs> puts charges down. They move him back, blows up, move him back, and just, I know that whole highway scene was incredible. Yeah,
0: definitely, definitely enjoyed that. The airport scene was just great though, crashing the plane into the yep. hangar, and just everything that came from that. And I love, like, they're the guy that they
1: hired for the job. He cracked me up. Yeah. You know, and I mean, like, how they talk about, like, well, how are you going to take over a cargo plane? Oh, it's it's, it's fine. Like, well, what if fair. you get caught? We won't. Well, what if you do? Dude, we'll be fine. <laughs> you know, and I like how it's like there's only like four people on this plane that's transporting like bars of gold. And mm-hmm. like, this is the perfect distraction. And I like how, it kind of cracks me up how he got him over. He's like, "Did all of you order vegetarian? Because I I got a vegetarian." Like delivering food for the crew, they're all just like, "What the fuck!" And then he just like <laughs> puts one to sleep, you know, and they just take care of the rest, and then they shove everybody off the plane. That but I mean, like, he cracked me up. Like, no, but and then the little heist that they're doing, like going through like airlocks, essentially too. I mean, I enjoyed all that. Like, the hallway fight scene was really cool. Where it's taking place, like kind of backwards and forwards.
0: (laughs) Yeah. How does that work with when you see, like, why, again, what's the explanation for why you have to wear an oxygen mask?
1: Oh, well, they say, like, your inverted lungs, like, essentially are almost like kind of inside out, but they just call them inverted, that they can't um, process air normally. So they have to have a special, like, breathing tank, or else they'll essentially suffocate. I don't know. I know. Again, complicated. I, well, it's like maybe convoluted. Like, again, it's simple enough when they're explaining it. You know, like it's high concept, but you get the baseline concepts.
0: Well, I don't know. But then so, like Robert Pattinson, they've known each other for a while, maybe in the future or something. So let's talk about the, I guess, the antagonist and his plot point. So he's essentially in the fu- from the future, per se. Wants to blow up the world in the past? No, he's from the present. The okay,
1: so the antagonist who's like literally they're trying to race against time because he's going to end his life and in doing so ends.
0: And how does him world. killing himself set these bombs off? I never got that.
1: They said it like releases the algorithm, although I don't understand the algorithm. <laughs> so
0: just him, Kim, just dead. Point just some... like if he
1: dies, the world is kaput somehow
0: but yes she kills them
1: yeah but they got the algorithm out so it was never released so you know how how do they get the algorithm out i i i I get it again it's like i knew this was gonna happen it's it's hard to be like yeah it was really good how to explain it
0: Uh... well so like earlier tonight when i was taking notes i had that that gal asked me like so what what are you writing like told her what we do and then she's like oh what are you talking about today i'm like tenant oh what's that about and i'm like (laughs) trying to explain it i'm like i don't even know where to begin to explain this (laughs) movie
1: i know it's just like it feels like if you try to explain the movie just off the cuff he's the rambles of man like well okay so this guy is in a black ops team uh and then he's recruited and then he's pronounced dead but he's actually alive and he's moving forward and backwards in time with his friend who was also moving forwards and backwards in time but he doesn't know that they're even friends until the end and then it's just you know like you know. could just like da, 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 da. <laughs>
0: obviously this is gonna take some re-watching that's all I can. Hey, say.
1: Well, and that's one thing okay that's one of the highlights like no matter what like i love this movie i had a great time watching it but as it loops back around i'm just like cool like as a fun little time travel movie does it kind of usually loops back at the end but i'm like cool and usually things make a lot more sense like you're gonna watch the movie in a completely different way after the first time maybe (laughs) you know i mean like you might and again like i'm sure it'll kind of cement more I'm sure on my rewatch, I will just have subtitles on and just making sure I'm not missing any of the explanations. Yeah, I,
0: I watch it with headphones, so that helped, I think, probably too.
1: Yeah, I thought about doing that, but I'm like, no, no, no just, it'll be fine. It'll All be right, fine. No one else is
0: here. And I have to watch headphones like every time because everybody's home sleeping. Fair enough. Got a whole household, got a little baby, you know, a little five month baby. Can't be waking this her baby's up. baby's loud. Yeah. <laughs> overall yeah i guess we could start wrapping this up here i <laughs> overall i enjoyed it quite a bit still had a good time great visual sequences great action moments um i love the the uh, all the actors in this are great uh robert Pattison, i thought he was really good uh what'd you think of john david washington i can't think of what has he been in i don't know i liked him though I don't know yeah, if I no, want to I've see, never seen him before. I don't know if I want to see him lead a movie every time per se, but I really enjoyed him in this. I thought I thought he was really good. No, I really liked him in this
1: too. I mean, like I thought overall, he had like a cool little swagger going on. Like I mean, like he he felt and looked like a capable protagonist. Like he wasn't like like he was out of water, like a, kind of like a fish out of water and like an unknown concept to him but he was still came across as like a very capable person, which is obviously why they recruited him.
0: Yeah. I liked Elizabeth too as cat. She was good. Yeah. So good cast. Yeah. Good cast. Great score. Yeah. I mean, if I had to grade this out, I think I'd give it a B plus for now that could change later. Once I actually understand what the fuck is going on. (laughs) But for now, I think B plus solid B plus is good though. Honestly,
1: I am just straight up A+. Plus. I really enjoyed it. Like I said, it's like movies for movie's sake almost. Like it's yeah, sure it's a little convoluted, but even though I, even if you don't know what's going on, I'm still having a great ass time watching it and following the characters. So, I mean, I guess that's I, that's good movie in my book. Like I really enjoyed it myself. I think it'll get like more interesting or at least the first rewatch will be kind of like watching it knowing a lot more about what's going on and also kind of knowing the ins and outs of what exactly is happening at least in a stronger sense yeah but i think this movie is just gonna be a fun one to re-watch but it is definitely a fun one just for first definitely. time here. i mean
0: I, I still had a good time whether i knew what's going on or not i still had a really good time just sitting back watching
1: and again this like like watching uh the Wes Anderson movie and now like, oh, now I want to watch Casablanca. Now I'm like watching a Christopher Nolan movie. Like one, I wanna like, I'm like, yeah, I really missed this. Uh, watching Dunkirk is and uh Interstellar on topmost, but I'm also like I'm overdue to watch Inception again, and I would like to watch that again.
0: DiCaprio's on that one, you gotta watch it. Did I know? But I don't know. that's another that's someone Damon Chazelle should work with next. DiCaprio. That'd be cool. I wonder. He... I wonder who he's gonna. He's up to work with next. Three and a half year retirement. Came back to be with Tarantino. Who's next? Wait, Leonardo DiCaprio was retired. Even like he took a long break. We'll put it that way because uh, after he won his Oscar for The Revenant, yeah, it was like a three year hiatus, three and a half year hiatus or so he took. But yeah, oh, yeah. He, he came back for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well, I mean, he always picks his. The play
1: Rick. Dalton. I guess that's only one he's like yeah finally got my Oscar I'm out peace out <laughs> But he's like once upon a time in Hollywood fuck yeah I might get another one for this Tarantino <laughs> hell yeah yeah
0: alright well so that's a B plus and A plus for Tenant alright Daniel well let's wrap it up here where can our audience find us and you can find us online on Instagram,
1: Twitter Movies underscore Bruce Let us know what you think about Tenet Love the fact that it made no sense Hate the fact that it makes no sense Or you hate the fact that they don't explain The concept I don't know It's. I feel like this is a love Still it or hate it situation
0: Yeah, there's a lot of mixed reviews I've seen um, overall Overall I think film critics That I respect are liking it Whether or not they can explain it like we can Or not, same thing I'm sure they, but they probably spend a lot of time. It's like, okay,
1: let's watch 40 minutes of YouTube videos to explain the concept of quantum physics. Right. And time travel.
0: Which I thought about doing, but at the same time, I'm like, no, because I want to see it again. And it's like, I want, I want, I guess I want it to click. I want to watch it enough times so till it clicks.
1: Well, after the fourth time, you can look it up, Jordan. That's, I think that's fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, everybody. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you like it, share with others. If you're on iTunes or something, give us a five-star review just because. Hey, why not? And yeah, we'll be back next week here. what Are we we doing our top 10 list next week, Daniel? I think so.
1: I mean, I've been trying to catch up on things that I want to check out.
0: Top 10 best and worst of 2020, which is probably 20 films altogether. Maybe. And what we're looking forward to seeing in 2021. So take care everyone and we'll be back next week. Cheers,
1: Cheers. Hey. Hey. Hey.